Welcome to episode 135 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. So we were trying to figure out what the hell we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, we watched uh, a couple of shows on cable. So, you know, I watched uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead. I finished it a couple weeks ago. Vic just watched it, like, in a, in a binge fit. And then, uh, and then, of course, we want to talk about Cobra Kai as well, uh, which was a YouTube Red show that we got to binge all in one shot. So, uh, well, let's start with uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3. Um, you know, I was just about to say, like, after after going through, like, uh, as busy as a day as, as, like, a convention goes, I feel like it's always nice to come back and just sit down and record something like this. Yeah. Like, it's just It just feels good to just do what we normally do. Yeah, the convention was really nice. It was very, very busy and, and all for naught because mo- all of our recordings didn't work <laughs> because right. it, something went on with their with the PA system, bled over, but we tested it. It worked perfect, and then next thing you know, it doesn't work. But we got we got lucky, at least with one of them. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's been like a week, uh, which I can't believe. It's already been a week. And uh, it's really nice to just get back home and sit and chill and actually get to watch shows. And um, But uh, these two particular shows uh, just were like, I don't know, how many hours? Ten hours of really good TV. Uh, if you put it was all, it ten hours? If you put it all together, I think each show was like five hours or something. I don't know. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> but what did you? Let's start with Ash versus Evil Dead because this is a show that just it shouldn't fucking exist. <laughs> it shouldn't exist, and it shouldn't be canceled. That's, That's true. Basically, the simplest things about the show: it shouldn't exist, but it does, and it shouldn't be canceled. No. Um, it's on stars, so it's not you know it's not like HBO. I feel like if it was on HBO, it might it might survive a little bit better. Um, but um, but it's on stars, so it, it is definitely on a popular you know I guess cable station, pay you know premium cable. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, ever since from the very first season, we just love this show, um, and we heard rumblings that it might not be picked up again, which I couldn't believe because this is literally. I think the only show I've ever watched on Stars. Maybe it was that other show that. What was that other show that was on Stars that we talked about a little bit? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember either. But can't remember. But the thing is, is that you may have hit something there. I think if it see Game of Thrones, while it is the most downloaded illegally downloaded show, there's still so many HBO subscribers that still 12, 15 million people a week watch it. So. Right. Stars doesn't have that power, so a lot of people watch this show, but not on Stars. They illegally download it. So, like the literally like a hundred thousand people were watching the show, which is so freaking low, considering that a million and a half people are on, you know, the the, the Ash versus Evil Dead fan site on Facebook or something like that. So, if every one of those people, were, yeah, the numbers don't match. They up. don't match up. If any one of those people would have watched the show, it wouldn't be canceled right now. Um, it had some of the like the worst uh, viewership, so um, it, yeah, I mean it, it's a bummer. I paid for stars so I could watch the show because I believed in the show, and I, I and that's fine. But now I canceled it. I'm just like, eh, forget it. Um, yeah, that's a tough thing. Is is I don't. I wish somebody would show me the numbers. You know, but they said that you know the viewership or whatever, but. I wish somebody would show me the numbers of what you could find to replace it because I guarantee you when the third and final season hits on on Netflix, you're going to – I bet you if Netflix said to, you know, stars, you know, you know, look, this is the actual viewership you might have. You know, because right. I got a feeling like there's a lot of people that are like, oh, shit, it's canceled. Because I've done that before. Like I, I didn't watch um, – I didn't watch Firefly until it was canceled. Yeah, and everybody would tell me that it was awesome, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll go back and watch it." It was on, it was on Netflix, so I watched it, and I was really just like everybody else when I when I got to the end of the what twelve, fourteen episodes, mm-hmm. I got to the last one. I'm like, "Fuck, they canceled it," and I was, and that was like three years later, yeah, you know, or four years later, maybe even longer. Um, yeah, but, 
it, it's it's a real <laughs> bummer because I know I know for a fact uh, the first two seasons got on Netflix and I heard it had a surge of viewership on Netflix, right. uh, but it didn't mean people went over to Stars and bought it, and that's probably what what the the spike through the you know the the straw that brought broke the camel's back. God, I can't even talk. The, it was the straw that broke the camel's back because I, I can almost guarantee that they're like, okay, we'll sell you the first two seasons on the hope that people will watch it and then go, holy shit, I gotta buy stars so that I can watch the third season. But it just didn't happen. So maybe you know, maybe that it might even speak to the viewership of stars though, because you know, with HBO, you get all this other original programming. Yep. You know, um, and but with with stars, you don't get that. So maybe it's not Ashes versus Ash versus Evil Dead's fault. Maybe it's Stars's fault. It's possible, you know? and I think they bum- they bumbled the um, the advertising of season three as well. I, I really didn't see much of anything. It just kind of popped up, um, and they held on to it longer because there were other shows that were more popular. You know, in the September October area, whenever it was supposed to come out, so they've had it for months. It was done. Um, and they they brought it out really like really late, um, but anyway, I you know we could talk about the cancellation in a minute. But I I the, this every season has been slightly different, and yeah. this this one I think was the most different out of all of them. They really I think pulled out all the stops and some of the craziness. Um, it, it was still scary as hell in certain parts. It was still gory as shit every episode. And still fucking funny, and still really funny, um, and and they gave the the only person that I was kind of disappointed in was Kelly. They didn't give her a lot. to Me do. too. No, um, they did, but it was so fucking stupid. Yeah, it was so dumb when she went into that house to fight Ruby. Oh, by the way, spoilers. Yeah, um, spoilers for both shows. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, it was very what, uncharacteristic. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. It was uncharacteristic. She didn't have anyone back her up. She just went in there to take her on. She gets killed, but if, I guess... And need... she's faced Ruby before. Yeah. So she knows how big of a badass she is. Yeah. And just this is dumb. A, this isn't nice. Dumb. This isn't nice Ruby either. This is like evil, evil Ruby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because of the time, you know, the time jumping and all that. Um, but uh, what what was your... I mean, let's let's... Let's try to do it like a movie review because okay. there's a big overarching story. So what was your initial reaction? Okay, so I'll just say this. I, I think season one was like a 9.5 for me. I think season two was 9.0 to 9.5. I think this season, I think while it was its weakest, was still pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking it's like an 8.5 for me. But but I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I, I like the fact that He's in his hometown. People love him now. He's he, he took over his dad's hardware store, so that made a lot of sense. Um, he had a daughter, which I, I was like, well, I, I, I was okay with that because I was like, well, that's kind of an added story element, and now he's got someone he's got to protect, and everybody that he loves freaking dies. So yeah. that it had an added element to it of like, oh, shit, like I don't want to see her die, you know? And... Um, so anyway, my initial reaction was I really enjoyed the season. Like I said, I think it was the weakest, but that's not really saying much. It's it's still pretty. It's it's high up there, um, a lot above a lot of other shows. Yeah, I think I'm right on with you for the for at least like the rankings for each season. I think this was probably the weakest, but the weakest Ash versus Evil Dead season is still better than a lot of TV. Oh, absolutely. You know? <laughs> so I, I really I, I I did enjoy this movie over. I'm sorry. Uh, TV show overall, but <laughs> I, I did have issues with it. Like, the, like you already mentioned the Kelly thing, and then I didn't like how stupid the like. So we we you know going back to season one, we know how the Book of the Dead was ready. He fucking got he got really stoned and drunk and tried to impress some chick <laughs> and fucking read it. But that's within character. I felt like you know for some reason I just accepted how stupidly funny that was i could see ash doing something that stupid yes so i thought i thought that was funny how they you know jump started the whole thing go to the opposite side of that and the way the third season starts it's just stupid like it, it felt like i don't know really how to get somebody to read from the book of the dead so i'm just gonna throw this in there and how that happens is some random person finds the book of the dead in the mud brings it to like some half-assed southern like uh Antique Roadshow. <laughs> yeah, Antique Roadshow. 
and the dudes just starts fucking reading out of it. And that's how the whole seat. That's how it all starts all over again. Yeah, and I, I thought that was just really dumb I, in the sense of accepting dumb things in the show. Yeah, that was the worst part of that episode. The rest of the episode was really good because it was like the it was at the school and all that and the. You know, oh, yeah, that was freaky. That's when you first – it was really scary. Like, oh, that, that mascot was all evil and stuff. Remind me of yeah. uh, Five Night at Freddy's game or something like that. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really super creepy. But then the next, like, two or three episodes were were okay. Um, and then – That's tw- when you meet – that's when you find out that he has a daughter. Yeah. And then toward the end, it really got strong, um, especially when they go back to the school. That whole, like, massacre at the school was so fucked up. Um, and then, um, the last episode was just, was fucking balls to the wall, you know, was oh, lots of CG in that was one too. probably my favorite episode of, of this season was the last episode, um, which is because yeah, a lot of things got resolved. Ash kind of grew as a person. Um, yeah, the, 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 the last episode was really, really good. He didn't, uh, he didn't run away in the end. He, he faced, he faced this demon, <laughs> I guess, in more ways than one. Well, and, I mean, that's because he had he he couldn't run away anymore. He was protecting something that he didn't have to protect anymore, or that he didn't know he had to protect. I should say, right? You know, the daughter kind of changed. I mean, that was Ash's big story arc this season was not just finding out that he was a dad, is actually becoming a father. Yeah. Um, so that was big for him, um, and it was really like I my jaw dropped when when she got killed. Yeah. When she was killed, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they fucking did that to Ash. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then I kept thinking, like, Ash is going to fuck somebody up. Yeah, he's you know? going to go. He's like, gonna that's gonna go what I was thinking, shit. too. Yeah. So because um, you've never I mean, you've seen an angry Ash before, but not like a revenge, vengeful Ash. So that's what I was thinking was going to happen. But um, yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't avenge his dad. He doesn't avenge his fr- friends when they die. You know, or the loves of his life, or any of that stuff. Like he's bummed out, but then he just like just kind of keeps humbling. You know, getting stoned yeah. and drinking, and just kind of humbling. You know, hobbling along. But with his daughter, it was different. It was like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta protect this. This is the most sacred thing in my life right now. And yeah. to, and to have her die at the school was really messed up in the way that it happened. But. You find out that that dagger that they've been holding every time any, any anyone that it kills they get kind of it's kind of like the soul gem I guess it just sucks them in there and like the upside down yeah, it's, yeah it sucks them into their version of the upside down yeah which is scary as shit too um, yeah I mean and Kelly was in there for a long time I don't know what the deal was with Kelly they kind of they really pushed her like pushed her aside big time and pablo had a way bigger role but but she just kind of disappeared which i didn't understand that i didn't i thought well maybe they're saving her for some big thing at the end but nothing ever really happens no nothing happens oh and they did introduce this other faction that is on ash's side like this like religious group that has been around for thousands of years or hundreds of years almost like the like the knights templar or something yeah exactly exactly and every one of those people are fucking stupid they get killed in the dumbest ways yeah they're completely useless you think if you were training your entire life to fight these demons you would actually be able to fight these demons every yeah. single one of them sucks <laughs> every one of them died the one goes through the rift and then he just gets spit back out <laughs> like i mean i mean between like pablo was just a weakling when he was first met up with Ash. Yeah. And like I would never like if that if that faction showed up and be like, come with me if you want to live, I'd be like, nope, I'm going with Pablo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with the weak guy, because you guys are you guys are stupid. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are terrible. Yeah. For the things that you guys train for for your entire life, you really suck at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pablo. It's like they're the the entire team of Rudy's. <laughs> Yeah, Pablo finally came came into his own. I, I like he he had probably the most complete story arc. Um, I thought he was going to be more badass than once he became that thing. Well, that was, that was the only disappointing thing about for that for me was that um, the only thing that he got that power was he could open the rift and he could 
like basically do like the eye of Thundera. He could like see through the fucking sword or some shit. Yeah, through the, through the, he's basically the he's basically this version of like Cisco or something like that. Although although he doesn't invent, oh you know what but, doesn't but the, shit. <laughs> but the dead right but the dead um the dead don't see him. Yeah, is the other thing that was about him too was that so those three powers that he got he can open a rift he could do the sight beyond sight like in Thundercats and. <laughs> Uh, he could uh, he can be seen by the dead like uh, Rick in the first season of The Walking Dead covered in like fucking dead people and walked to the tank or walked away from the tank. Yeah, that I mean that that's a pretty good power to have when you got demons everywhere. But it is true. You know, it'd be nice if you could extend that over your friends and family, <laughs> or get a get a like reverse that and get like a cool power like you were like super strong or something. That would be really good. <laughs> That would be helpful. Yeah, can I? Can you make me strong instead of like hide? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, no. So I, I want to talk about that last episode because that that was um, that was just it, it was it was absolute crazy. I mean, it's chaos. Like right. it's like the. the that, that huge 60-foot demon, you know, rips out of the ground and, like, kind of just wanders around. The military show up, and they start shooting it, you know, with missiles, and nothing's you ever happening. Notice, you ever notice when any kind of movie, no matter what it is, horror or just, like, giant kaiju-type movies, whenever the military shows up, one or two things happen. They're completely useless, <laughs> or or they strengthen the monster. Right. That's the only two things the military and this, ever, and this was ever both. does. <laughs> and they did right. both. They're, they're completely useless, and they actually strengthened the demon. So great job, military. <laughs> well, but, but at the same time, I thought it was cool. Like that, It looked like they put a lot of money into that last episode because, because yeah, they did. I mean, it's a little tiny town, and it, it's what would happen like if you expected if like a big giant monster showed up, the military would show up and start blowing the shit out of it. But they showed up pretty fast. It's they did the exact opposite of they did in Monster Squad, <laughs> a rampage. <laughs> right, like they took forever. They, they, those guys took so long that they showed up after the fight. In this one, they show up relatively quickly. You know why? Because they they went the other way of not just being useless but strengthening the monster. Right. Like that's why they showed up early. Yeah, exactly. It said so in the script. <laughs> yeah, they but I I thought it was really cool. I mean, he uses his his ingenuity cuz he's always he's always getting out of shit. Just when you think, you know, he's never he's not going to get out of it. He gets that's out so of it. That's so fucking funny that entire scene. So basically, give you a rundown of the scene. <laughs> Ash has the dagger. He gets into a tank just the way Ash only can. Right. And he gets into the tank and he ties the end, the dagger at the end of a tank missile. And he's about <laughs> to shoot it, but it doesn't happen. But right before he gets into the tank, you, you know, he's about ready to kill it. And he gets in the tank. And right before he does, he gives the fucking giant beast a middle finger. He <laughs> 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 just flips it off just like in. In true Ash fashion, and if you don't if you don't understand why that's funny, then you probably are one of the people who got the show canceled. It's fucking hilarious. It was awesome. That he's he's basically facing this giant demon, and right in the middle of it, he doesn't lose who he is, and he has to flip at the fucking bird before he gets into the tank. That's fucking hilarious. But he can't like it. Also, he can't figure out how to run the tank. I mean, he eventually does, yeah. but but not before the monster like kind of picks him up and holds him upside down, you know, right. and, and he shoots the dagger right through its chest. It was just genius. It was awesome. Um, yeah, it was great. But what happens afterward was like, holy shit, you know. It was holy shit and sad. Yeah, both at the same time. Like, like it was like, holy shit, and then as soon as the episode was over, it was literally like, I'm really mad right now. that I'm not going to yeah. be able to ever watch this again. So, spoilers, if you haven't seen the last episode, <laughs> Turn fast this off. forward about five minutes. Yeah. So basically, the last the last scene of the movie is Ash wakes up in this like almost like Resident Evil. Remember how she woke up? Yeah. In Resident the movie Resident he Evil. He gets he gets dragged out of the out of the tank. Like he gets dragged away from the scene. By and the then he, useless and then he, people. And then he and then he shuts. Yeah. Then he he kind of blanks out. You know, blacks out. And then he wakes up in this facility, gets out of it, and this like really hot cyborg shows up. And tells him like it's it's time or whatever, and they and she opens the gates, and you and it looks like the apocalypse had happened. 
Yep. And he gets into this car that's a, kind of a callback to his car in um, an Army of Darkness, but yep. a little bit more, a little bit more Mad Max. Yeah, they get yeah, into the car. Yeah, car so they badass. get into the car with that with that like really cool um, Ash versus Evil Dead rock song that they have. Yeah, that they use in the beginning. I don't know the name of it, but uh, and then they just drive off outside the gate, and the show ends. And you're thinking, oh, that was so badass. And then the back of your mind comes forward and says, hey, the show's canceled, idiot. Stop getting excited. Yeah, they literally announced – this is what pisses me off. They announced that this thing was canceled a week before the last episode. So it was so bittersweet. Like I'm watching the episode the entire time I'm watching it. Which was dumb. I'm going, because this then is there are yeah. Right, because there are some people out there that would have not – that probably didn't watch the series finale. Right, because they're like, fuck it. You know, well, I mean, if yeah, exactly. If you're going to cancel, like, yeah, maybe I'll watch it later because it's not that important right now. Right. You know, they they basically fucked themselves. They did. And and they messed it up for they messed it up for people like us, because it, it I think it would have been a, I think it would have been a much even better experience not knowing that until afterward, because the whole time I'm watching this, I'm going like, oh, my God, I'm watching this for the last time, you know, and it, right. it kind of took away from the. Because it was a holy shit moment at the end. It was a complete, like, oh, fuck, I cannot wait to see this kind of thing. Yeah, you got robbed of, like, you got robbed of that anticipation for the next season. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know why they did that. Because I think if if they would have said it was canceled four weeks prior, you might have had a surge in people, like, you know, subscribing, whatever, you know. You would have had something, but they waited to the last minute to say it's not coming back. And then, of course, the man himself, you know, after everyone's like petitioning to get it back and or have Hulu or, or Amazon or Netflix, someone buy it. He came out and said, it's it's good, man. Like, I'm, I'm done playing that character now. So which was a real bummer, but but understandable. You know, it was it was a lot. I, I've heard it was a, a lot on him, a lot of work. You know, really, um, he was probably just tired. He was like, eh, you know. But he he also begged people for three years to, to purchase, to stop downloading it, you know, for free and, like, actually pay the subscription. So I can't blame him for being pissed off. Well, I mean, you know, hopefully Netflix or somebody throws a lot of money his way because I'm sure... You know, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead season one and two <coughs> on Netflix got a boost. I think it did very, very well for them. And and if anything, honestly, if they did uh, uh, a, a two hour or one and a half hour, you know, movie that summed everything up, that I would be okay with that too. Kind of like a Serenity. Yeah, Serenity or like uh, uh, who did that? Farscape did that. They did well. That's a little. This is a little bit different. I think. I don't. Yeah. As much as I loved Firefly, I really didn't like Serenity that much. I didn't either. And they killed off some um, characters. I was mad when they killed right. off. But this is a little bit different because Ash versus Evil Dead started as three full length movies. Yep. So you can go back to the, you know, movie format, and people won't be shocked about it. You know, because anybody who watched originally or told anybody about ash versus evil dead was like oh fuck that's that's ash from you know evil dead one two and army of darkness so they were already fans there was a fan base already built in before the show even started so you know if somebody does a movie for netflix or amazon which at this point i doubt they get bruce campbell unless they threw him a shit ton of money um or came up with an amazing story I, i think this is probably the last time we ever see you know ash unless um Unless they finally greenlight that Ash versus uh, Freddy versus Jason movie, yeah, uh, who knows? You know, I I think that would have been cool years ago. I don't know anymore, like how they would. I just they just uh, brought back Jason. Yeah, that's true. And and Freddy Krueger. I mean, they brought him back, but with the guy who played Rorschach, and it wasn't very good. Um, so I don't I don't know. I know they're they're doing an Evil Dead two. The guy that did the remade Evil Dead one. The I forget what his name is. I watched that. That movie was so freaking scary. It was not funny at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it scared the crap out of me, especially like when the girl cuts her tongue in half. Uh, it was just disgusting. Um, but I heard that they are, they're they're going to try to make a second one of those. 
But I don't know. You know, you can't ever say never because this was not supposed to happen either. You know, I can't tell you how many times I saw him at Comic-Con and people would ask him the same question. When is Evil Dead coming back? And he keeps saying the same thing. I either I don't know or it's not going to. So stop asking, you know, and and the TV show was such a genius way to go back to it. Um, but I would like to see him in other things. I mean, I love Burn Notice. It was such a cheesy show. And I liked some of his other stuff that he did, you know, way back when. Um, so I, I'd like to see him in another TV show format with, where he's the lead or, or something. And um, I mean, he's not really that old. He's not super old. So he could, he could do it. I'd like to see him in the MCU somewhere. Oh, man. I mean, he was supposed to be Mysterio in, in Spider-Man movies when Sam Raimi was doing it, but never happened. He would have made a really cool Mysterio because, like, you know, yeah. he was an actor, you know? So, yeah. But anyway, um, overall, right, so then, uh, overall, uh, it was a, it was all three. Overall, this show was, was super good and should not have existed. It, it's so awesome and so fun. And Ash is, like, a complete original character. And Bruce Campbell, nobody can do it like Bruce Campbell. Like I almost had tears in my eyes at the end when he said two of his famous lines. One was come get some and the other one was groovy. And I was like, that's fucking rad. You know, so he, he went out, he went out, uh, you know, on a high. So that's my take. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely the first three seasons or all three seasons or the final three seasons, I should say, I guess. Um, <laughs> Is is so worth watching it? Um, it's it's such a classic. There, yeah, good. there are already classics for me. They're they're also rewatchable. Oh, absolutely! I've watched seasons one and two like two or three times now already. And now that it's on Netflix, it's really accessible. So, um, everyone out there, go back and watch those two seasons. And before before we get to Cobra Kai, I, I do want to mention the 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 sperm donor the sperm bank scene. Was fucking hilarious. <laughs> every year, every season, they try to one up. You know, there's like a particular scene that one ups. Like in the second season, it was the the morgue when he gets his head up the that thing's the the cadaver's butt. Cadaver's that was ass. So yeah. freaking disgusting. The, the fucking dick in his face and shit. Oh it's my god! Hilarious. I laughed so hard, but at the same time, I wanted to throw up. You yeah, know, it was so disgusting. But and then, then this season, <laughs> you come to find out, you know, Ash wants to see if he has any other kids. So he goes to the sperm bank and everybody knows his fucking name there because he donates all the time. <laughs> so, so, of course, the demons show up when he's like fucking spanking it. And and the uh, the demon ends up in the, the, the magazine and grabs his crotch, which is fucking hilarious, too. <laughs> but then when he gets out of the room. He's the demon, the demon who was a, a, a nurse there, she turns into a demon and she starts sh- trying to shoot him down with sperm <laughs> from test tubes. It's fucking hilarious. It's <laughs> like, you can't make this shit up, man. It's so fucking funny. And at the same time, it's so funny. It's so dr- it's like so suspenseful, too. You're just sitting there like, oh, my God, the, the, it's because they're deadites. You know, yes, yes, that that deadite nurse is shooting sperm at you, but it's still a deadite. Right. So it's it's still fucking hilarious. While (laughs) he's getting sperm shot at him while the deadite inside the Playboy magazine is grabbing his dick. It's fucking (laughs) hilarious. People are out there like, oh, shit, I got to go see that again. That's Or that if right. you've never watched an episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead, you're like, this show sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> and it's, it is, but it's there's, awesome. There's so much. Oh, my God. Every episode, there's so much freaking blood. It's There was it's, good parallels, too, in the show. I mean, the whole last, what was it, the last episode where where his daughter was in the uh, the, the garage? Yes, that's that's like that's Evil Dead Two. Yep, I think when he was, I think it's I, Evil I, Dead Two I when think, he loses think, his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to he had to cut it off, and she had to do the same thing. Although it was a, a nightmare, essentially. Right. But that was but, and, really super yeah. cool callback. Yeah. So anyway, go go watch it. Go watch. Go watch it all, and and be depressed that it's over. Thanks, stars. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Thanks so. for <laughs> thanks for jerking it and not finishing it. 
<laughs> Unsatisfied. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's Ash versus Evil Dead, and now we're going to move over to something that is uh, that I I can't believe exists also, and I can't believe I didn't know I wanted this. Right. But Cobra Kai, man, I God, I had such a good time watching this. Um, brought back so many freaking memories. Um, what was your initial reaction after watching all ten of these episodes? I loved nine and a half episodes. Yeah. Loved nine and a half. And just like stars, they jerked it and didn't finish it. Um, <laughs> I thought it, I thought the first nine episodes, I could not get enough. I was so pissed off when I got to the ninth episode and I'm like, Oh fuck, that's it. And then everything about each character was brilliant. Johnny was, for me, the star of the entire show. Yes. Um, Daniel was really a distant second um, as far as, like, nostalgia goes. Um, it was just John, the guy, uh, Billy Zapka, who plays, who plays Johnny Lawrence, uh, he just, I don't know what it is, but he just, he was so good in this show. I can't, I can't stress enough how good he was in this show. Um, but I really was disappointed in the ending. So, again, spoilers um, I just, I just think the ending fell so short for me. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Well, I, I, the exact same thing. Um, I remember, I remember after what the first two episodes were free on YouTube, so I watched them. And after I got done with the second one, I said, uh, I gotta, I gotta pay for this because I want to watch the rest. Um, it, it's that good, and it's so fun. It, it's like it, it brings you back, completely brings you back to the 1980s when that movie came out. But it also, like like you were saying, you Zapka does such a good job that you you completely do this like turnaround thing of like you hated that guy so bad in Karate Kid. And they kind of flipped the script and made you, like they showed some of his background and some of his, you know, the stuff that happened to him in his life. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, okay. And then you start caring about him. And it's it's such an unbelievable twist, and, and it's and it's really well done. It's like these people that kind of came along, kind of like Ryan Coogler did with uh, with Rocky. These creators came along and saw something in that where they're like, "Hey, we got a story here that we could do," and they just knocked it out of the park. Up until that tenth episode, I just I still it makes me mad that the first nine were so good, and that tenth one really pissed me off because it was such a fucking rush job to me. Um, so anyway, let's, so my initial reaction is I, I, I still nine out of 10. I loved it. That last episode, not great, but not enough to like, you know, when, when they said they were renewing it for a second season, I was like, okay, cool. Sweet. Um, so anyway, let's just kind of like, you know, go through some of the, the, I guess some of the highlights of the show. Um, okay. so, so John, this show is about, to me, it's about Johnny. Definitely. I mean, the show is called Cobra Kai and, and, um, and it shows like what his life has been like since he lost the championship all those years ago. And like, he's kind of a broken down man. I mean, he gets drunk all the time. He's like a handyman. He gets fired. You see Danny LaRusso's face fucking everywhere. Cause he owns some dealership. It's totally like you're like, yeah, that totally would happen. You know, like yeah. I, I totally understand, you know, why that would happen. But this character, Johnny's character, is not fucking one dimensional like he mm-hmm. was in the first movie where he was just a dick of a kid. Like, and, and you're like, God, what a spoiled fucking brat. No, dude, this guy had a shitty childhood. And, yeah. you, and you completely understand why he is the way he is. And he's very complex. He does have a heart, but at the same time, he still acts like that dick he did all those years ago. And, and it's hilarious. It is hilarious. And some of the callbacks that they do are just great. Like, you see the difference between, like, him and Mr. Miyagi, who was very compassionate and all that stuff. And this guy's just like, like, just, I don't give a shit. Just fucking go. Like, like when Miyagi's teaching Daniel, like, teaching him karate, he's telling him to wax this and do this, paint the fence and all that shit. And it, like, means something. But in Cobra Kai, it's like, 
clean that shit. He's like, he's like, well, how do you want me to do it? He's like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> just do it. It needs to get clean. Right. It doesn't have any rhyme or reason to it. It's just, it's dirty. Go clean it. So there's no lessons being learned there. So it, it's really like the contrast and the juxtaposition of, of the two of Karate Kid 1 and this show. It's, oh, it's just, it's so great. And I love the callbacks. And, um, I, I love that every now and then they do a flashback and it makes sense. Like there was some stuff that you'd never seen before. They took angles and stuff that they did from the movie that weren't shown and they took those and put them in the show, which was really cool. So you got to see things from a different angle or, um, you know, di- the same scene, but from a different way. So that was pretty cool. They they called back the mother. They called back the Elizabeth Shoes character. They called back the the sensei who, like, what, uh, what's his name? Terry Smith or whatever the sensei was who ran Cobra Kai. They, they referenced him. Crease. Uh, Crease, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, they referenced, oh, the other guy's name was Terry Smith, his partner in the third movie. Uh, Terry Steve, something. Steven Seagal looking guy, that, or whatever yeah. you said, yeah. Poor man Steven Seagal. The poor man Steven Seagal. <laughs> fake training, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> fake, fake Steven Seagal. Right. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to teach you is how to punch someone in the nose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, what did you? So, what did you think on this take uh, of the show? Like, what did you like when you first heard? What the, you know, saw the trailer and you're like, oh, I wonder, like, what did you think about what were you hoping to happen? Uh, not not this, but I'm glad it did. Um, when I heard it was going to be funny, I got nervous because I immediately th- thought of like Thor Ragnarok. I'm like, <laughs> I don't right, want right. my karate kid to be funny, but this show is funny not on purpose, right? Because Johnny is literally that guy who you know, ever watch it again, show how big of a nerd I am watching Friends, right? Remember when Courtney Cox's uh, uh, Monica goes on a date with that really popular guy in high school, Chip? Yeah. Chip. And she's Chip. like, well, remember yeah. remember how I wanted to date Chip in high school? Well, tonight I actually got to date Chip in high school, meaning like he never grew up. Right. He's still, and like you being the popular kid in high school is not cool anymore when you're 35, right? <laughs> or 55. <laughs> right. But, um, and that's what this is, is, is Johnny never grew up. He never got over that loss, right? But then you find out things. My favorite episode is when Daniel and Johnny got drunk together. Yes. That was my favorite episode by far. Because, like, finally, finally you think they're going to have the showdown, right? They're going to fight right in this pool. It's going to be an all-out brawl. And then the wife comes out and says, you guys are acting like a bunch of children. You want to come inside and have breakfast like adults. And Daniel's like, you want to? And Johnny's like, I could eat. And I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. <laughs> right? This is, this, is, this is what I'll say about the show. It does so many great things to flip the, the, the tropes of everybody. He's no longer the stereotypical bad guy. There's no stereotypical bad guy. In the show, yes, there is a stereotypical bully, but something happens to him, like him getting his ass kicked um, and hum- <coughs> humiliated in front of the entire school. He's no longer the bully anymore. Right. His storyline is basically done six episodes in. Right. This show does such a great job of flipping things upside down. And what was so disappointing in that ninth episode was it spent nine episodes or the, I'm sorry, the 10th episode. They spent nine episodes flipping the script on everything that you ever thought about any type of hero versus bully in a school wrapped around sports. Think about any movie in the teens, your teenage years. There's there's always been that defining like sports drama, teen angst movie where it's good versus evil and good wins at the end of the at the end. Right. Right. And in this. All of a sudden, it rushes to get to... So, again, they spend nine episodes flipping the script, not telling you who the definitive good and bad person is. And then in the 10th episode, they quickly define it for you. And then they unravel it again with 10 minutes left in the show. Right. And so just to be like... So, basically, I mean, the... the yeah, I mean, the gist of the show is there's a kid that gets his ass kicked, just like Daniel did. And you're like, oh, okay, it's kind of like that. But instead of like having a Miyagi, he's got Johnny, who basically <laughs> teaches him like how to how to 
beat people up essentially. And he does. He flips the script on the on the bully. He beats the bully up in front of the whole school. It, the bully's demoralized, and now this kid is like popular. And and then he uh, you know he wants to go. And Cobra Kai is like, well, we're going to enter the tournament. But of course, you find out they can't. They've been banned for thirty something years. But they they were able to get through that, which that was cool because Johnny actually like spoke from the heart and was able to get back in the graces of the karate. Right, because because again, you find out things about Johnny that you never knew. Right, like you basically know all you know Daniel's story because it was always about him. Yep. But with Johnny, you find out that he had a shitty childhood. Her, her, his mother married just because For this money. guy had a lot of money, basically, yeah. so that Johnny could have all the shit. And Johnny was the one that was bullied. He yeah. was the one that didn't have any friends. Yep. And he, and he and turned, then all he of a turned sudden to karate. He joined, he, he joined Cobra Kai because he wanted to defend himself. And then all of a sudden, he becomes the bully. Yep. So, again, this show does such an amazing job of just turning things upside down and giving you you know, a, a bad guy who you don't think is a bad guy anymore because I, I couldn't wait to go back to watch The Karate Kid again knowing and having all that information. Yeah, absolutely. That Johnny's just, absolutely. just a scared little boy in the entire movie. Like, you just think now Johnny's a scared little boy. You don't think he's that big of a dick, even though he still kind of is. Yeah, absolutely. And he, and then they did something else. They added they added the extra element of having uh, he had a son who hates his guts because he wasn't there for him, and the son's a little shit, little degenerate piece of shit. And then he thought, oh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go work for I'm going to go work for Daniel, and that'll stick it to my old man. But little does he know when he's working for Daniel, Daniel's such a nice guy, and takes him under his wing, and then he feels bad for like, you know you know, doing, doing any kind of harm to Daniel as business or anything. Like he actually starts liking Daniel because Daniel's like a father figure to him, like how Mr. Miyagi was. And so he, he teaches him karate the Miyagi way and the kid, you know, that's the one thing. I mean, they fast forward a little bit. So both kids were like really good at karate by the end. I mean, Jesus, it's not, they look like they've been training for 10 years when they've only been training for for months. Yeah, I'm sorry about the show. Is that the karate really suffers in this this show? Yeah, they uh, uh, they could have really stretched. Bad. They could have stretched that over three seasons. You know, they could have. Right. They could have really. They rushed to get to that stupid valley. You know, they wanted to like as if oh we're not going to make any more seasons, so we got to rush down to this thing. Um, right. And that was a bummer. I mean, because I really wanted it to mean something. When you watch the Karate Kid movie, the last twenty minutes is in that freaking tournament. And it's right. it's been a lot of time in there. It's thrilling, you know. It's like, oh man, what's going to happen? And the fights are like, you're like, oh, I could see Daniel winning those fights. He he was playing smart, you know. And then you watch this, and you're like, oh my god, these two kids would get their fucking asses kicked, you know. They don't know shit because um, it's really highly choreographed. Oh, highly choreographed. But those two kids end up, you know, inevitably not very. They're not very smooth either. No. They both inevitably, I mean, one was trained, the, the wimpy kid who's now the bully type kid, kind of an asshole kid, is Johnny's thing. And, and then and, and Miguel. And the, Miguel. And then the, the asshole kid is now the nice kid and, and kind of the good guy fighting. Robbie. Is Robbie, who happens to be Johnny's son. So there's all this drama going on, which is fantastic. But they blow it in, in that last episode. They blow all of yeah, it. I, yeah, I could have gone... Like, I, I actually wish that karate was not involved in this because it probably would have been more satisfying to me had they just kept writing about their, the dialogue. The dialogue is my favorite thing. It is. Yes, it was awesome when Miguel kicked that, that Asian bully's ass and all of his punk friends. Yes, that was awesome because they had it so coming and Miguel deserved that revenge or that type but, of fight. But that was the highlight. And that was like in what episode six or seven. It wasn't even toward the right, end. That's, like that's what like, I'm saying. It would have like, been satisfying that if that fight. was the end of the season, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it all comes to fruition and the, these people have been fucking with him like all season long and he has enough. That would have been awesome for me. I but instead they went that like extra ten miles for no reason where they kind of made him a dick and and a ne- they did and it needy. Fast. Yeah. Fast. Yeah. I mean, and he felt he fell to he fell to the dark side faster than Anakin did. 
like way faster. <laughs> and there was no chicken. Well, there was a chick involved, but she didn't like die from childbirth. She was just yeah, she's, she did, he did. she's Daniel's Daniel's you know uh, daughter, and he doesn't want her dating. Miguel Cobra does Kai. not. Miguel does not crane kick her in the face. <laughs> Like Anakin force chokes Padme. That doesn't happen. Messed up. But uh, but Miguel Miguel was my favorite character, and then all of a sudden they turned him into this punk. Yeah, really quickly. And I really I, fast. I, that bummed me out, man. But it again, really, the really best part the best parts of this show are when the characters are talking to each other. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. My and my other favorite scene is when Miguel and Sam. Go to the golfing stuff or whatever it is, where where Daniel and um, Elizabeth Shue. I can't remember her yeah. name. <laughs> Allie. Allie. That's what it With is. With an I. Um, so you know that that scene was awesome because it was like it was so nostalgic, but it worked for those two characters. Like they really did a really great job. It wasn't like it didn't felt it didn't feel forced. No. However. The, the All Valley High tournament and all the karate fights inside of that, that felt forced, which was really crazy because this entire the entire movie of Karate Kid doesn't work until you see him fight at the end and it's somewhat it's believable. Yeah. Right? Yep. When they get to this tournament, the main characters who are fighting, just like seriously, I if I joined at, at sixteen or whatever if 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 I was fighting Hawk, I still would have beat the shit out of him. Oh yeah. Like there's nothing about like Hawk all of a sudden turns into like um Bobby or somebody from fucking the Karate Kid where he's been training forever. Yeah. And now all of a sudden Hawk is like this big dickhead with a mohawk. And I'm like, look at you, there's nothing that says you're scary to me. Yeah. There's like every single kid that they got in the Karate Kid, like even Dutch. Dutch looks like a fucking asshole. Oh yeah. You know, like he looks like he he does such a great. I'm sure he's nice in real life, but in the in the movie he the does such a great Jer- job. The blonde Jerry curl dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He like he, he you look at him, you're like, oh, that guy's a fucking bully. He's a dick, right? But you look at the guy Hawk, and you're like, you're just pretending to be tough. Right. If I actually clenched my fist right now in real life, you'd probably run. Yeah, they really. I. I, I... I, I don't know what the filmmakers were thinking because the way see what I originally thought was this I thought oh they must have thought that this this was only going to be one season and that's it so we got to do we have to do the karate tournament at the end we have to you do know that. I I would think the same thing if it wasn't for the last shot but in the exactly, show exactly that's exactly what I thought and then when that last shot of the show happened I'm like oh no those fuckers all along we're going to do you know another season so why did they because do this right up until then too. <clears throat> Because, again, remember I told you they flipped the script and then all of a sudden now everybody's defined as a good guy and bad guy during the tournament and right be- a little bit before the tournament. And then they go back to the things that work, which is Johnny. So Johnny now, he, he, he questioned Hawk for fucking separating his kid's shoulder. The exact opposite of Crease did, right? Right. Is it Crease? Yeah, John, is it Crease, right? Yep. So anyway, so he questions that. You can see he's conflicted when everybody's celebrating, right? And then you go, so the tournament's over, everybody's out, and he's at the dojo by himself, drinking again, looking at the first place tournament, looking like like they lost. And it's right. a fucking beautiful it's, scene. It is, it is pretty cool because. And yeah, I wish they just faded out on that. It was, and that his, it was his son, you know, they got right. the shit beat out of him, but I think at the same time, I don't think he wanted to win that way. No, he didn't want to be his sensei. And yeah. it ended up being his sensei. Yep. And then all of a sudden, his fucking sensei shows up. Which is crazy. I wonder, How old is that guy right now? I don't know. He's pretty old. But but again, <laughs> like, but I was like, I thought they ended. I thought they, I, I didn't, because I thought this was just 10 episodes and done. Yeah. Nope. But um, this thing's going to go on even, and on. But it ends, it ends really well. I just wish anything, anytime, when the second Miguel turns, you know, quote unquote, bad. That's when I started hating the show. Not that he turned bad, but because, again, they spent all this time flipping the script on what good and bad is and graying it out, and then, and then they how made it- awful the tournament was. Right. I didn't need the tournament. Again, the best part of this show, if you if you love The Karate Kid, the first one, everything about this show is so awesome when they're talking. Yeah. Like the, the, that's how you know you got good writers 
when you know one of my favorite scenes on all the amazing things you visually see in the MCU, one of my favorite scenes is still just in Age of Ultron when the Avengers are just sitting there talking and just you know messing with each other, trying to lift Thor's hammer. It's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. And in this, again, my favorite scene in this is when Johnny and Daniel are just sitting down talking about things. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And it's and it's Johnny that instigates that. Because, like, Daniel doesn't want to, like, he's like, I just want to get out of here. And he's like, no, we're going to go get a drink. Like, makes right. it. You know, and then, and then they go and they have these, like, really, like, you know, heart-to-heart, like, conversations about, their life and stuff and then even even like daniel's like oh shit dude i didn't know that about your life right right you know, exactly. it, was he tells him, it was so great when he tells him about it yeah because remember he's drinking club soda yeah and then i think it's when johnny tells him about his you know shitty life and his dad um that you know he was basically daniel until he joined cobra kai and uh what does he say was it johnny who says it or is it daniel that says you know we we got we both you know got through that stuff through karate except you had Miyagi and I had Kreese. Right. right. Something like, like that. Like, yeah. Right. Like the, their lives could have been completely different. Like Johnny could have been Daniel if if he met a Miyagi. Right. Basically. Yeah. Yep. And he was, you know, Kreese's gifted, most gifted student. That's why the, the, the loss, like when he lost, Kreese just lost it. He was like, what the fuck, man? Like he really lost it. Um, right. And, that was the opening scene of uh, Karate Kid 2. And, uh, but, yeah, when he shows up at the end of the episode, I, I got goosebumps, but not in a good way. I was like, oh, this, this is going to go bad. Right, because Johnny doesn't want anything to do with him. No. Nope. But the fucker shows up. He's like, Cobra Kai's back, bitch. And you're yeah, like, he's still, like, Johnny's <laughs> still going through some, like, PTSD because of that. Oh, yeah. Like that you know, dude still clearly, scares him. Yeah. He, well, clearly because he's still <laughs> thinking about it as he's staring at the trophy, you know, drinking again. Like that's not that's not what he wanted to be. And then literally his worst nightmare shows up. Yeah. It, God, the drama is so fucking good. It's again, so good. All those scenes, all those scenes. There's no fighting. It's just conversation, character development, and I fucking loved it. I loved every second of them talking. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and it isn't I, – I kept thinking, oh, man, they're going to do callbacks, but it's going to be so goddamn cheesy. And it's and it's not. For the most part, it is not. It's not forced. The, there is one part that was kind of funny, but at the same time I was I kind of groaned, and that's when Daniel's, like, showing that kid, Robbie, like, all these different – he doesn't say wax on, wax off or anything Miyagi says, but he says something similar. And then when the kid's finally, like, upset – like what why are you having me do this and then he says like okay this is the fun part like he literally almost winks to the screen you know like like uh like breaking the fourth wall he's just like oh this is my favorite part and i kind of groaned a little bit at that but then when they do the scene where he tells him you know paint the fence for this and he's and he's blocking it reminded me it just took me right back to when miyagi did that to him i was like oh that's that's fucking awesome I can see that part. There was, there. You know what's funny is there was some scenes where where Daniel didn't look like Daniel. It was more like Ralph Macchio was talking. Like he wasn't. Yeah. In the moment. Yeah. Um, he wasn't really. It in was the a little bit like that. Um, but then there's scenes where again the scene the bar scene where him and Johnny are talking and it's just them two and it works like it's that's Daniel. Yeah. You know that's Daniel talking again. So that, that, I thought I thought as far as like acting went in both shows i thought zapka did such a better job um and i really just i really want to watch cobra kai i know it's called cobra kai it's more about johnny but i never realized i wanted so much of it and i can't wait to see the second season because of johnny not because of daniel because of johnny like even if daniel doesn't even show up till the very end of the the 10th episode i would be okay with it because johnny is so good in the show he really is. I, I'm, I am kind of like curious as to what's going to happen with Daniel. I mean, as well. Well, I, mean, well, he, I thought it was he pre- led a no, pretty it, it, easy life up until like right now, where things are right. starting to go a little haywire. I thought it was. I thought it would have been a good ending <clears throat> if the last shot was Johnny drinking about the trophy, and then the last shot would have been Sam in the dojo. That would have been a good ending. 
That would have like, been pretty cool. That would have been good because that would because with him looking at the trophy, like like yeah, it kind of leaves it open ended, but you can kind of figure it out yourself. Kind of like the uh, the way the Matrix the Matrix ended. Like it's not a definitive ending, but you know, like the Matrix is about to break down because the one has returned, right? Right, right. So like you never knew that there was going to be a sequel. So if they filmed it that way with Johnny looking at the trophy, and then it ends with Sam doing that kick or whatever in the dojo, you can kind of put it together. If there was never a second season, you could kind of put it together that it's Sam that's going to take the trophy away from them. Yeah. Right? So, so that would have been a, a perfect ending. But again, not. I, I don't. I guess they, they might have heard rumblings that they were going to get renewed for a second season because with Kreese showing up at the end, there wasn't that imaginary definitive ending. Yeah. You know? Because you could, with, even with again with Johnny ending up staring at the trophy, drinking, he becomes Crease, and he's like, "Fuck, I screwed up," right? Because that could have been his story arc. That could have been his story arc, right? They could have ended right there, and then again, it's it it tells with with uh, Sam doing that thing, it kind of completes that part where you know that she's going to take the trophy back, and then that ends that you know whole thing. So, but. Again, I can't wait for the second season because of Johnny. Yeah, I, I can't either. I, I, I think we're probably going to have to wait a good year, but um, I, I think I just think it, it's just like what Ryan Coogler did with Rocky. These guys did it, I think, better. <laughs> um, I, I just I, I'm loving this time right now. All this shit's coming back. Like Roseanne's coming back, and it's just as good as it was in the first two or three seasons of that show. Like this is coming back. Like I didn't know I wanted this when I saw the trailer a few months ago. I, I was like, so I was giggling. I was like, I can't believe this exists. This is the coolest right. thing ever. And then the, the care that they put into it, I was like, Holy shit, this is like really good. You know, yeah. was, because it could have gone the other way. It could have been stupid, but it was, it was super good the way they, the way they did it. And, uh, but fuck man, it's, it's unbelievable to me that this exists and, and people like that are our age or younger are coming out of the woodworks and like picking up these properties and going like, Hey, I have an idea, you know, and, and here's a little twist and they put this refreshing twist on it to bring it back. And so, you know, like, like I'm watching this and I'm looking at my kid going like, I got to fucking show you karate kid. Like, I don't think you've ever seen it. I got to show you Mm -hmm. this now. You know, and um, so we're going to sit down and watch Karate Kid Part 1 um, pretty soon. And then there's, I think, 2 and 3, or I think, are online. I think we can watch it. So anyway, uh, no, I, I I think I can't say, you know, good enough things about it. I think it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which I, I would totally reviews. I would totally agree, except for that last episode. But, <coughs> but again, that's nitpicking. I, I think that in the second season might make the episode 10 make more sense as a whole. So we'll see what happens, but you know, I think you're right. I think that that last scene is very telling when he's just drinking and looking at the trophy and going like, not even like celebrating. He's just like, I didn't want to fucking win it that way. Like, Oh shit. Like I'm, I ended up just like my fucking master. And then he, the master shows up. It's like, Holy shit. Like that's just drama times 10 now at this guy's back. So that's going to start some shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm stoked, man. I can't wait. So anyway, uh, so there you go. That's uh, Ash versus Evil Dead season three, or the final season, and uh, season one of Cobra Kai, uh, which you can see on YouTube Red. Um, Ash versus Evil Dead you can see on Netflix, or if you purchase Stars, you can binge watch all three seasons, which I highly recommend. But I don't know. Right now, I'm like fuck you, Stars. So. Uh, <laughs> Just watch it on Netflix. Wait for it on Netflix. Yeah, wait for season three to come out. But it's so worth it. Three three seasons of that show is it's so I'm just so happy they exist. So anyway, anything else? No, we're good. <clears throat> yeah, we do have some uh, big announcements coming up, but we'll do that at a later date. But we've got a couple of big things happening this uh, summer or next month that you you don't want to miss. Uh, it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, but anyway. That was uh, episode 135 of Chew on This, a Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Beck. Until next time, folks, chew on that. Later. <laughs>